Why don't you invite your friends around later, sweetheart? I was standing on a cold and windy touchline at the end of my son's college rugby match, ogling his muddy, muscly friends. I hadn't been to watch my boy play for years, and in the intervening years he'd become a man. And more to the point, so had his teammates. Really, Mum? Gary whined in a tone that hardly matched the 19-year-old's heavily muscled frame and square chin. I mean, why would they want to hang around our place? I could think of two very compelling reasons, but never discuss sex with my son. Instead, I found a reason my only child could relate to. Dad's got two casks of real ale in the cellar, and I just know he won't mind us donating them to a worthy cause. Why didn't you say so, Mum? Gary smiled, giving me a muddy kiss on the way to the shower. We'll be home for seven. Can you do some nibbles too? Don't worry, son, I beamed. I'll look after your friends. My beloved husband and master had been gone for two days out of the six of his business trip. He had left me with explicit instructions to discreetly satisfy my stratospheric libido with other men if I needed to, on one condition. I filmed it for his pleasure later. I knew Mike didn't have our son's college friends in mind with that concession, but seeing all that beefcake in action on the pitch had secretly driven me to fever pitch. I would get the boys all drunk, and the last man standing would get to enjoy me somewhere quiet and out of the way. I felt very slightly guilty, but hell, my need was great. I stopped at the cash and carry on the way home to stock up on crisps, chips and all sorts of dips and stuff. All of it ready to serve. I was intending using the little time I had left to prepare myself, not the food. On getting in, I set the covert cameras around the house and threw my clothes off on the way to the bedroom. The cameras were a frippery of my billionaire husband who had spent more on them than many people spent on cars. They all linked to a computer in his study and could therefore record virtually indefinitely with infinite editing options thereafter. I washed and shaved in our huge tub and then relaxed in the bubbles. There was a good hour before I needed to think about putting food out and getting dressed, and I had the perfect outfit all ready. Just as I closed my eyes, the doorbell went. Typical. Oh well, whoever it was would soon get bored and go away. I closed my eyes. Hello? Anyone there? My eyes shot open again. That was a male voice that I didn't know, and it was coming from the bottom of the stairs. Just a moment, I called, jumping out of the bath and pulling on a thick toweling robe. Loosely tying the cord, I pushed the door open and made my way downstairs. I immediately recognised the fly half. He was the smallest boy on the team, but decidedly cute. He was looking quizzically at my black lace panties, which were draped over the banister, when he saw me. Oh, hi, Mrs Lucas, I'm Martin. Hello, Martin, 
I greeted him with my sexiest smile and most sultry voice. Aren't you a little early? Great game today, by the way. Oh, um, thanks. Really? Am I? Only by about two hours, I laughed, noting the bottle of wine in his hand and his eyes which were locked on my very impressive cleavage, which was barely covered by the robe, and no doubt made all the more tantalising by the droplets of water shimmering on my bronzed skin. Let's put that in the kitchen. Come on, follow me. The walk through the house was another treat for the unsuspecting young man. I was leading for a reason. My younger years as a lap dancer had allowed me to perfect rolling my hips as I walked, and I knew his cock would be hard by the time he put the wine down.